So what is the conflict of a Christian entrepreneur? I mean, what's the big deal? Why is there even an issue? That's what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. Stay tuned. Welcome to Conflicted, the podcast exploring the tension Christian entrepreneurs face, trying to pursue success in business and sacrifice in service to Christ. I'm your host, Sean Tombagahan, and I'm glad to be with you on this journey. Welcome, everybody, to today's show, episode one. Since uh, today is the first episode, I thought it'd be appropriate to talk about what this whole thing's all about. And so I want to answer a few questions, uh, first of which, why even start a podcast? This has really been years in the making. I've, I've been thinking about these things for a long time. I've had a ton of conversations with a lot of other people, a lot of other business owners, entrepreneurs that are in the uh, the same boat, really, as I am. And I found that a lot of people have the same struggles that I've had, and, and some of the people are, are conflicted about the same things that I have been conflicted with. And so I think a lot of people are going to listen to this podcast and resonate with some of the content. Uh, my hope is that uh, I want to encourage and equip those who are going through the same struggles. And so who, who am I talking to? Um, I am a Christian entrepreneur, and this podcast is made for Christian entrepreneurs. By Christian, I'm talking about people who believe in and follow Jesus and his gospel. Uh, those who uh, who fully trusted their lives to him, they know that they're saved by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. So those are the types of Christians that I'm talking to. And by entrepreneurs, I'm talking about those who have started or are starting a business. They're working for themselves. They don't have a typical nine-to-five job. This could definitely apply to executives and CEOs, even if you're not an owner or a founder. And so what, what what's this podcast all about? As I said in the show notes, in the show intro, actually, this is a podcast exploring the tension Christian entrepreneurs face while trying to pursue both success in business while at the same time pursuing a life of sacrifice in service to Christ. And so, okay, well, what's the tension all about? You're talking about exploring the tension Christian entrepreneurs face. Um, As an entrepreneur and a leader, meaning someone who's leading a team of people, I consume a ton of content. Uh, I, I'm listening to uh, things about running a business, things on leadership, success, marketing, branding, personal growth and development, you name it. I've uh, I've been helped tremendously by a, a lot of the influencers I follow and a lot of the authors that I've read and the mentors that I've had. Uh, and, and it's without a doubt that I would not be where I am today in business without that kind of help and that kind of content. Uh, you know, there's a parable of the turtle on a fence post, meaning if you ever see a turtle on a fence post, you know it didn't get there on its own. And I, I very much see myself as the turtle on a fence post. I attribute whatever level of success that I have to the things that I've learned throughout my process of uh, growing as a business owner. The content about Jesus. So I, I read the Bible regularly. I read books on theology, apologetics, spiritual formation. Uh, God has really opened up a lot of doors for me to minister to people, to preach the gospel, to teach the Bible, to serve my church. And this too has been really the byproduct of God putting me with the right influences in my life and directing me to the resources that have really helped me grow spiritually. What I've noticed 
though, is that there's often a disconnect between the content that I read about what makes a successful entrepreneur and what Christ calls me to in living a life of sacrifice in service to him and to others. Let me give you an example. I hear, and to an extent I agree, that you are the average of the five people you hang out with the most, right? So if you hang out with five losers, you're the sixth. If you hang out with five broke people, you'll be the sixth, so on and so forth. So if you want to be successful, surround yourself with successful people. And that kind of mindset uh, sort of rubs off on you, which results in your subsequent success. You know, and that's generally true. We do have to guard our influences, uh, you know, those things that affect how we think. But when I look at the scriptures, I look at the life of Christ, and I see that he specifically decided to hang out with uh, the people that seem to, you know, he, he would bypass the most successful people, right? He, he would, uh, the people that were in the eyes of the world, those who were lofty, those who had a measure of success, and he would really target the down and outers, sinners, tax collectors, the societal outcasts. Check this out. Look at what James chapter two says in verse one. He says, my brothers, do not show favoritism as you hold on to the faith in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ. For example, a man comes into your meetings wearing a gold ring and dressed in fine clothes, and a poor man dressed in dirty clothes also comes in. If you look with favor on the man wearing fine clothes and you say, sit here in a good place, and yet you say to the poor man, stand over there or sit here on the floor by my footstool, haven't you discriminated amongst yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? Listen, my dear brothers, didn't God choose the poor in this world to be rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom that he promised to those who love him? Yet you dishonored that poor man. Don't the rich oppress you and drag you into the courts? Don't they blaspheme the noble name that was pronounced over you at baptism? Indeed, if you keep the royal law prescribed in the scriptures, love your neighbor as yourself, you're doing well. But if you show favoritism, if you show favoritism, you commit sin and are convicted by the law as a transgressor. I mean, that passage is weighty, right? So if, if I followed the entrepreneurial truism that says I should really prefer to spend my time only with the rich and successful people, I would actually be in sin and convicted by the law as a transgressor. And that's just one example. There's other principles as it relates to money and how to pursue it and where the Bible talks about contentment and sacrifice and actually kind of warns about the dangers of money a lot more than it talks about making sure you get a lot of it. And, you know, about money, I think it's really strange that Christian entrepreneurs who point out the fact that Jesus talked more about money than he did about any other subject, they do so as if Jesus were actually like advocating you should make a lot of money. If you just look at some of the things Jesus said about money, you would see he wasn't really a big promoter of trying to seek after a ton of it. He says this. He says to the rich ring ruler, right, who he, uh, this guy, he's rich, he's young, he's refusing to sell all he had and give it to the poor uh, to follow Jesus. Jesus says to him in Mark 10, 23, it says, Jesus looked around and he said to his disciples, how hard it is for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. 
Now, we can't think that this is just talking about the wealthy people out there making millions of dollars. It's, it's likely talking about you. If you're listening to this podcast, you have a cell phone. You have access to the internet, especially if you're an American. You're, you're wealthier than the majority of people in the world. Matthew 6, 24, he says, No one can be a slave of two masters, since either he will hate one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot be slaves of God and money. Now, look, I don't believe money is necessarily a bad thing, nor do I believe it's a sin to be rich. I believe money is is a tool, right? So it's like, it's kind of like a brick. You know, with a brick, you could build a bridge, or you could smash a window. The tool is is really inconsequential. It's the intent that matters. But just like a brick in the hands of a violent person is dangerous, so is money in the hands of a sinner. So yeah, Jesus does talk a lot about money because we need wisdom. We need guidance from God to curb our sinful predispositions when it comes to how we're supposed to handle money. So yeah, the Bible talks a lot about money. Be generous. Hold it loosely. Don't love it. Don't be mastered by it. Be careful not to be ruled by it. Again, these are just some of the entrepreneurial truisms that I found conflict with. Favoring successful people, always having a positive outlook on money. There, there's others, and, and I hope to get to those in the future. But just suffice to say, these are some conflicts. Now, aside from the books on leadership, entrepreneurship, and success, I also try to talk about um, or, or consume uh, content, uh, books on spiritual growth. Um, three books that were uh, extremely instrumental in my spiritual growth uh, early on. There were three books. There was uh, Crazy Love by Francis Chan, Radical from David Platt, and Desiring God from John Piper. Uh, you know, as I was reading those books, they completely resonated with me and where I was, um, how I was understanding the scriptures. You know, Francis Chan, he talks about living life with eternity in mind. You know, not focusing on the temporal things that distract us from our walks with God. John Piper, in in Desiring God, he talked about living a wartime lifestyle of Christianity. You know, living off the essentials and giving the rest away for the sake of Christ and the mission. And and then David Platt comes along and he's he's talking about radical about how Jesus could at any moment call any one of us to sell everything we had and give it to the poor, just like he did with that rich young ruler. And Amen right? He, he could. Uh, so, so I felt a struggle, you know, would I be in sin if I tried to make my business bigger, more successful, you know, in the eyes of the world, uh, make a lot of money? You know, I, I believe the answer is no, not necessarily. I wouldn't be in sin. You know, the, the question is, you know, is there a place for living a life of devotion to Christ while seeking success in business? The short answer, I think, is yes. Uh, it is possible to live that kind of a life, um, you know, devoted to serving Christ while at the same time spending energy and devotion to scaling a business. However, I found it, at least for me, it's just not easy. In my personal experience, I found at least three conflicts in my journey of Christian entrepreneurship. Uh, the first was the conflict of choice meaning choosing between ministry and business, the conflict of time, 
the allocation of how much time should be invested in uh, growing as an entrepreneur versus um, invested in growing as a devoted Christian, and then the conflict of money, meaning pursuing financial success uh, in business and living a life of contentment and sacrifice, guarding against the temptation to love money and spend everything that I got on myself. (laughs) So those are the three conflicts, the conflict of choice, the conflict of time, and the conflict of money. And so over the next few episodes, we're going to be looking at each of those points of conflict and some of the things that I've learned along the way. That's what we're going to be talking about for the next few weeks. And I hope you guys stick around. Thanks for sticking around. If you liked this episode, please do me a favor and subscribe, share the podcast with others, and write a review. It only takes a second and it helps get the word out to more people. Also, if you want to support the podcast financially, please visit my Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Sean Tamba. That's patreon.com forward slash S-E-A-N-T-A-M-B-A. Any amount definitely helps. You can also see the link in the show notes. That's it for today, folks. Thank you and God bless.